again. Okay. Oh, yep. <laughs> Wonderful. I was worried for a second. Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Ball Girls. So today, Jordan and I are joined by a very special guest, Sir Yad. Uh, and also Joey, but uh, we're very pleased to have you. <laughs> so thanks so much for joining us. Thanks. I might have to move. My life's having like a, uh, like, is going through shock right now. Yeah, I was wondering what that was. <laughs> I was just, yeah, I was just having an exorcism. It's cool. It's fine. I'll sit here. <laughs> but yeah, so thanks so much for joining us. Um, our first question for you is obviously, you're a pretty big personality on social media. How did you gain popularity on social media? And where do you hope or plan for that to take you? Yeah, first, thanks for having me on, uh, girls. I, re I really appreciate it. Um, how it kind of happened uh, was was literally because the Browns uh, went 0-16. I uh, never made video content before. My uh, my good friend Tom Ramella was in town from Florida, and he told me to uh, make a video about the Browns and Hugh Jackson because he said that uh, if the Browns went 1-15 again or, or less, he'd jump in Lake Erie. Um so I went to a, a bunch of spots on Lake Erie and uh, basically scouted for him. and was like, here are some places you can go into. And I was just like screaming at the camera. Um, so I just put that online. That was like the first thing I've ever really done. And then uh, that was New Year's Eve 2017. SportsCenter Snapchat picked it up. Um, and then realized that maybe people, maybe I have something in video content. So I was like, I'll start posting stuff about the Cavs and some Cleveland sports stuff. And then – Slowly and surely, it kind of just snowballed from there, and I got up to, like, 20,000 followers on Twitter a few weeks ago, and then all this Big Ten stuff started happening, and it's just been blowing up uh, from there. And then I did – when the quarantine started happening, I started doing TikTok and stuff, and that's kind of taken a mind of its own as well. So, I don't, I don't know. There's, uh, it, it, there's been a lot of uh, really cool people that I've come in contact with. There's a lot of – People that enjoy the stuff that I make, which I never would have thought in a, in a million years would have happened. So I'm, I'm pretty sure of that. Where, where I see it kind of going um, is, I mean, what's great about content is you can take it in almost, you know, any direction. I told uh, I told you girls why I'm in a hotel right now. Well, uh, I'm not legally allowed to say that out loud <laughs> in public, but well, I'll, I'll disclose that eventually. But I think uh, the content helped me. Um, in, in, in terms of why I'm, why I'm here right now doing what I'm, I'm going to be doing. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I love to get sponsorships, get sponsored full time, make content on YouTube, monetize that um, and then continue to do stuff. I love to make some on air appearances on camera appearances here and there. And then um, love to be a host of a sports show. So and I, I make music and stuff as well. So it's nice about content. I know I'm ram rambling here is that you can do a multitude of different things at the same time and diversify your income. Yeah, of course. And that's awesome. You're doing a great job. So well, thank you. recently, um, obviously for as long as I've been following you, people have always been saying stuff because uh, you always are yelling in your car, which is great. I love it. Yep. Um, but being someone that's been in the public eye recently, how do you deal with the constant negativity that you've been getting in specific to like the big 10? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Um, it's been tough because you know, when, when everybody was on my side at the beginning, it, you know, you like take everything in because you want to see all the positive stuff that's written about you. But then, you know, after I started saying that the Big Ten is coming back and then they came out and said, we're not going to ever revisit that for this year. 
then you start getting negative criticism and then it's like nationally like people you look up to like people that really like that i i've enjoyed um watching their content and stuff their radio shows their podcasts are now dogging me and it's just uh it's people that aren't they're not even tagging me anymore so i had to turn my notifications off because it really can get to you i mean all that negative criticism and stuff it's tough so at the end of the day i mean i think publicity to a certain extent is good publicity um when you know people are talking about me in a, in a positive or negative light i i do appreciate that uh to a certain extent um but i don't i mean all i do really right now is uh, i'll tweet i'll look at a couple messages from you and a, a couple other people that i'm close with on twitter and that's about it. I, I uh, try and focus on some other things, try and, and weed out the negative as much as I can. But I mean, people are going to say whatever they, they want to say on the internet. You know, they, if they, it's a totally different thing if they said it to your face, but they, they can type whatever they want and then know that you, they'll never see you in, in real life. So that's just the way it is. Exactly. <laughs> of course. And kind of touching on that. So you're part of We Choose to Change was being part of that kind of involved with the negativity on social media because it's mental health advocacy, right? So is that something that kind of spearheaded why you chose to be part of that? Yeah, that's a good question. So we've, um, we, we, my friend Steve Bailey and I, we've, we've had this in plan for about two, almost three months. And he, he's the one who reached out to me with the idea. He asked me to, if I could help make a couple things for it and stuff. And then I, after I heard the idea, I was like, no, I, I really want to, uh, I, I'd love to like be like a co-founder of this with you. And it took a while for us to come up with a name that had a nonprofit, like everything was available, social media, the website, URL, like everything. So finally we came up with, we choose to change. Yeah. It's like mental health advocacy, um, anxiety, depression, bullying, racism, addiction, like anything, any day-to-day struggle that people kind of go through. Um, we're working on setting up a thing right now where people submit their stories to us publicly or anonymously. And then we kind of share that on our page and, we think that'd be a good way. One, it's it's therapeutic for people that are going through some things, but then also, um, you know, it can it can help spotlight their stories and, and help people that are you know possibly going through the same things as them. So we're start we're we're in like the early development stages of that right now. Where we're reaching out to people to submit their stories and stuff. So excited to see where it goes. I mean, because we really um, think it could because there's like I mean it, we almost think of it as like un, uninterrupted right now. Like where that's a platform for players. I think for us, it's, it's a platform for really anybody that wants to get their story out. Because I don't, I mean, there's not really anything like that out there that like shares people's stories like whenever they want to share them. So that's what we're trying to aim for right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations on that. Thank you very much. Um, so kind of going back to the negative comments on social media, how do you take on the pressure of knowing that you're relaying such sensitive information when you were talking about the Big Ten? Uh, like, yeah, how do you that's deal with that? Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, I, I've learned not to use the term 100% even when the guy that's giving me the information is saying that because, it, I mean, he's not like a – he's not a, a person that's – this is the first time he's ever done this stuff. So, I mean, he's mm-hmm. had information before, but he's never really given it out to somebody. So, it's not 100% until it's official and signed and there's a handshake and, and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm learning uh, – I, I mean, wording is super important in, in reporting and – um, you know, all the other criticism that comes with that is, is understandable. But at, at the end of the day, um, you know, I'm going to put, put stuff out. And I put stuff out about this mental health organization, and, and some people were hating on it. So it's like people are going to hate on, you know, anything, regardless of what you do. And I'm just, you know, I, I'm just having fun with it at this point. It's, uh, it's been a struggle, for sure. But um, 
you know, like I said, it is what it is, and, and people are going to hate, but you just got to keep doing you and don't let anybody deter you from that path. I don't know if that answered the question. I kind of forgot no. what the question was halfway through. So it's fine. It's good. Cool. <laughs> totally. Reporting the information. It's all good. But kind of just oh. your personal thoughts on everything that's happening. So I know you're close with George, but me, my dad is from Ohio, literally been Buckeye born and bred, like love oh, of my God. life. So when they announced the cancellation of the season, I pretty much figured I have nothing to live for. But what do you think personally of the cancellation of both the Big Ten and Pac-12 seasons, like compared to other conferences that are still playing? What are your personal thoughts on that? Yeah, it's hard to say that there's not an agenda going along. I mean, I don't really know what the agenda is, but I, I don't think – I mean, at first I thought it was player safety. Um, and, and I understand, you know, Kevin Warren, the commissioner of the Big Ten, I can speak on that mostly. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know too much about the Pac-12 situation other than they want to play in January and they want to play with the Big Ten, and I don't, I don't think that's going to be a possibility. But um, we, Kevin Warren originally did that because of player safety, I guess, and that makes sense. But what didn't make sense is that he's letting his son, his son play at Mississippi State. And, yeah, all these schools like the SEC, ACC, and the, and, and the Big 12 are playing. And you would think a school like like – the army you know who is the army or the navy like they would not be playing if it was like really serious and nope they were playing this weekend and so it just it, it doesn't make there's like all these agendas that are appearing to cover up the mistakes that kevin warren and the big 10 presidents made and it, it seems like that's the main focus other than letting the the kids play football i mean at some point it's going to happen i mean they can keep filibustering 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 and delaying as much as they want but it's still going to happen they have the votes that are necessary they have enough people that are voting to play this so it's it sucked at the beginning and then you know it's just been an absolute roller coaster of, of emotions and things like that and it's 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 so corrupt what they're doing behind the scenes and all the cover-ups they're trying to do about was there a vote wasn't there a vote and, and conflicting statements from presidents I mean it's, it's been an absolute shit so so We'll see, but I mean, it's it's going to come out at some point this week. It has, it literally has to because of just timing. Like you, you have to get the news out at some point, so it has to be this week. Yeah, no, I agree. Like I don't obviously at this point, you know, football started. It is what it is. If they're not playing, they're not playing. But I just want like some clarity because literally, like you said, everything is like this is this. No, it's actually this. No, it's this. Okay, we're starting now. No, we're not starting now. We're playing in the spring. No, we're going to start on Thanksgiving. Like, literally what's happening? Yeah, so then Kevin Warren, like, made, like, one – he had one interview, and they didn't even talk about anything with the Big Ten at all. It was, like – it was a bunch of softball questions, and it was just – it was so dumb. And then he had a statement about how the Big Ten isn't going to revisit anything, and then that was it. So, it's – he hasn't really come out at all, and it's, like – all you have to say is like the truth and, but they can't even say that because the, so that's why I think it's a cover up. I mean, from all, I mean, they're conflicting statements from presidents saying that there was a vote. There wasn't a vote at the beginning and all they have to do. I, ha I had a lawyer on my uh, show on Monday and all you have to do is have all 14 presidents sign an affidavit saying that there was a vote and they can't even do that. I mean, it's, it takes like five minutes. Like it's, it's, I do sign a document. It's so easy. So I can't even do that. What did come out last night and, and, and today, I think, is either last night or today, was uh, Nebraska President Ted Carter said that they are talking right now and their vote is going to be coming very soon. So that's straight from the source. Like, that's just – that's not even me putting that information out. Like, I, we knew that it was coming, but it is, it is nice and reassuring to hear a president come out directly and say that there is going to be a vote this week. So there, ha there has to be something. 
Um, I've, I've talked to a couple people um, that are close to the Ohio State program, and they think that tomorrow is the voting day. I haven't, I can't confirm it, so I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm learning, I'm learning to confirm it with with two people. I'm trying to do that now, so I can't. I'm not gonna put that out on Twitter and stuff. But I'm, I mean, it could be today, it could be tomorrow, but it has to. I mean, it has to be this week. It, it's like you said, it it just has to be. Yeah, for sure. So looking past uh, college football and looking at the NFL season, what are your predictions for the Browns? Will they get the shit off their chest? What's going to oh, happen? I had to do it. God. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so funny that you said that the other day. I was dying. I was oh. like, I need, to, I need to tweet this. Yeah, no, you're, so you're like, can I say it? I'm like, go for it. Like, it's fine. <laughs> what I loved about Odell is, uh, like, he totally embraced it, like, in his Instagram post. Like, he didn't. It's, it sucks though because all these tabloids are like you won't believe like what this rumor is like i'm not rumor like what odell likes and it's like it's not even it's like a legend like it's i mean it could be true but it's we don't really know and i would i would sue that that girl if Christian i was odell. yeah she's <laughs> nasty she? i don't believe it i don't believe it at all but but let's uh back to back to the question i i think the browns are going to go 11 and 5 i know the defense is really depleted but man that offense is that's the best offense that's been in this town since 99, that's for sure. I mean, possibly one of the better offenses in the entire franchise's history. So it's just a ter- in terms of, I mean, what I like about them is there's probably going to be a lot of quick, short plays. They're going to be predicated on the run. You know, Baker, I mean, if Baker goes back to his rookie year form where he gets rid of the ball in less than one, two seconds, and we have plays that develop that quick. Um, I mean, it, there's so many weapons on that offense. It, it, there's going to be a lot of time running on the on, you know, the offensive clock that we won't even really need the defense to play a whole lot. I mean, that that that's the goal. That's why the Chiefs are so successful because their defense doesn't really get tired. And yeah, I mean, we do still have a, a mean defensive front. We just have a depleted, um, you know, secondary and, and young secondary. But they, I mean, they're they're very talented and raw. So. I like 11 and five. I don't, I don't think the Steelers are as good as everybody thinks they want to be. I mean, just because they're, they've been a historically good franchise. Um, I still think Ben is old and coming off an injury. So, I mean, I'm not going to give him the benefit of the doubt right now. I don't, I think Juju Smith Schuster is a glorified Fortnite player. And I don't think he, I honestly don't think he takes the NFL seriously. Like I don't, I don't think he takes it seriously. I could see him out of the league in a few years doing, on camera stuff like Gronk did for a year. I don't know. I mean, so I, I think the Browns could could have a chance of winning the division. What I think it's more realistic is they take like a five seed or something and, and get a wild card spot behind the Ravens. So I don't. I mean, I'm I'm optimistic. I'm I'm hoping I don't get depressed like I do every year. But you know, either way, I'll be yelling at my camera, positive or negative. So in my car. And that's what we want in your new truck. <laughs> that's yeah in my new truck that's right I forgot about that I drove for a week drove for a week and now I'm now I'm away I, and I don't know when I'm going back home so it is. well that's everything from our end so thank you so much for joining us and are you serious you- that was quick that's like I the quickest quick. podcast I've ever been on that was like six questions that was a lot no like that? all these pods I'm on they're like half hour hour that's all right that's awesome. Just drag us. Drag us a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. No, the ball girls, man. I tell you what. I I I've listened a couple of times. It's uh I need to listen more. It's a great it's a great uh show. So I'm honored to be on it. Thanks for having me on. 
thank you. Thank you for joining us, and we wish you the best in your current endeavor. We can't wait until you get to tell everyone what you're doing. It's awesome. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited, too. Yeah, thanks for having me on, and looking forward to this uh, episode coming out. So thank you so much to Joey, a.k.a. Sir Yacht, for joining us. All his socials are at Sir Yacht. Uh, Jordan will link them below if you want to follow him. He's a great guy. Love that. Thank you so much for joining us. But on to the news this week. So the Blue Jays, they've been tearing it up. The best team in New York, baby. What to do, Yonkers? <laughs> like, so they literally had a 10-run inning against the Yankees. And, like, Jordan and I, we both like the Yankees. Like, no hate, no shade. I like Aaron Judge, and let's keep it real here. <laughs> but, like, still, you know, like, it is what it is. We kind of support them. But the Jays literally said, not in my house. Literally, 10-run inning. They won 12-2. to two. They're tearing it up. They're on a rampage in that World Series. Bobochet said, give me that break. Isn't okay. Bobochet still out? I think he is, isn't he? Yeah, but, like, he's tearing it up for Like, we got Vladdy stealing bases and sliding. Chef's kiss. Chef's we got Danny Jansen getting grand slams. And you love to see it. Uh, but yeah, no, it was cool because this was the first time in a decade that they led by 10 runs. And if they had one more, one more run, they would have done the all-time record for 11. So that would have been great um, next time. But you know what? At least our lights work because that's no shade on the Yankees. Literally no shade because the lights are fine. Get over. What happened with that? So um, after the game, um, the, basically they were – it's the Yankees being Yankees. They're trying to excuse, I guess, why they lost, even though they're literally – they've lost 14 in the past 19 games. But they're like, oh, the lights were bad. Like, you couldn't see um, – one of the pictures said I – I have it here. I can't find it. I forget who said it. But um, he basically was like, I even had stickers on my fingers, and, like, I couldn't – they couldn't – like, pick up signals from me or anything like that, blah, 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 all this bullshit. And then a Jays prospect, Adam Klofstein, basically said, the lighting's the lighting is the worst in the sixth inning. So basically, he made a joke about, about it. But basically, they were just trying to excuse that Salines Field's lights were shit, and that's why they lost. But, like, what does that say for the other teams that have won there and played there? My finger looks like a little small nugget right now. Literally, you're right. Like, how, okay, what if you say for other teams that play there? Also, if you've lost 14 in your last 19, what's the excuse there? Literally, like, is the lighting always bad? Do you guys have cataracts? Like, fix it. Like, something. Call your optometrist. It is what it is. Yeah, so, where, where, cry, cry. Google Gaga. Uh, Jay's I in the house. I'm trying to do a New York accent. Uh, forget about it. What? Forget about it. Jay's I in the house. So yeah, we got that. Why do we keep doing gun signs is honestly beyond me, but. Please don't call the police on us. So anyways, uh, moving on from that, MLB might do a bubble. She said. Finally. finally. Literally, finally. Um, it's, I've only seen, it, I think, one or two sources. So I don't know how much I'm going to believe that after we literally talked about the MLB for five episodes at the very beginning of this whole thing. Really? <laughs> like the MLB girls at first. <laughs> oh God. But um, yeah, the thing about doing a bubble, they were looking at, so the National League, I'm trying to, cause it was very confusing. They switch kind of thing. Like National League would be playing out at American League Park 
that American League would be playing at National League Park. I don't know exactly why, but they're looking in Southern California. So like Angels, Padres, Dodgers, like those stadiums. Yeah. And then they're looking in like at Texas and like Astros, like Minute Maid. Minute Maid is the Astros right now. Yep. I always think of Astrodome because of my Spima Tupi 100 class. All we talked about was the Astrodome all the time. It took me a while to realize that the name did change and they have a new diamond. But anyways, they're thinking of doing that to restrict travel, um, which is great. The Rangers have no chance, I'm pretty sure, out of playoff. Like, they're just not going to make it. So they're looking at their new weird farm-looking stadium. So ugly. It's so ugly. It's it is a catfish stadium. But um, I think literally, because like someone actually said this to me today on Twitter, they're like, "What do you do if like for the rain delay games, or not the rain delay, but like the rain out games, and like the games had to get canceled because of people getting COVID and stuff like that?" Well, like, would they just do it before the postseason, like the wild card round? So I'm thinking this is not just me trying to be like the smartest woman alive, but like <laughs> just get do a retractable roof situation so then like you're not gonna have a weather issue in the postseason literally the the blue jays haven't made the sky dome to roger center finger bends again i'm so sorry i can't stop (laughs) no truly like i miss josh donaldson on the jays so much purely for the fact when they used to do the roof report and he'd be like it's open it's closed the roof's open today. Yeah. It's closed. Like, literally the best part of Jay's games was the Donaldson weather report. Like, I miss it so much. But, yeah, why can't they just go to the stadiums with a roof so that it doesn't have to be rained out? A concept. You have Chase Field in Arizona. You have Safeco, Washington, because I guess we want to keep it on the West Coast. I don't know. That's what I'm looking at. Um, you have – what's the I'm other sure one? More. Minute Maid, like I said. Like – there's places. You That's can do three alone. You can play six. Marlins Park. You can do Florida, like Bing Bada Boom. Exactly. It can happen. So, like, there's literally no excuses. Yeah. So. Cut it. Cut the BS. And hopefully we'll see the Jays there, because in yeah. the position they're in. Yeah, because we already know that Toronto did not do that for us in hockey. The Toronto bubble is officially closed. Everyone's moved over to Edmonton. Hotel X is no more, so. Just a lawsuit, um, baby. Just a lawsuit. Just a lawsuit. But yeah, moving on to the NFL. So Madden 21 is coming out, you know, video game season, NBA 2K. You only have WNBA on the 2K. We'd love to see it. Um, All the player ratings are, like, messed up. They literally have the best player in the league is, like, a 77. That's, I'm looking at you, NBA 2K. But yeah, so they're putting Colin Kaepernick in Madden 21. A lot of people, there's mixed reviews on that because obviously there's mixed reviews on Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Yeah, <laughs> specifically Colin Kaepernick. Um, yeah, very strange with that. He yeah. hasn't been what in the game since 2016, so his numbers in Madden 21 are based off of his 2016 ranks. So he's what top? He's a top free agent, right? Yeah. He's yeah. ranked 81. He's ranked higher. Then, like, week one starters. He's ranked higher than Baker Mayfield and Cam Newton, who are 78. <laughs> like, I'm not saying, like, I think, obviously, Colin Kaepernick would be able to play given an NFL job. And it came out that all the speculation of him coming back to the league with the George Floyd and things, like, he said he got zero interest. Like, the teams are just trying to sound better. Whatever. That's a whole other thing. We're not going to get into that. But, like, I'm sorry. He's getting, you age. Like, it's like the Tom Brady thing. Like, yeah, Tom, you're doing amazing, sweetie. Have fun in Florida with Gronk. 
but like you're over 40 now you're just getting older Kaepernick you're getting older sure he's still been in the gym but you haven't played against NFL caliber opponents in almost five years like there's no way in hell so I don't know who on the Madden team approved this but they were wrong I think he's ranked the same as Big Ben so I'm like, a little confused. Like nothing. Like I, I just, it's very confusing. Like, honestly, it's a game, so I don't really care that much. It's not actually like, it's not real life. Yeah, of course. It's fine, whatever. Um, just a little weird if we're gonna literally be so accurate with our graphics and everything, but then the rankings okay. are boo boo the fool. Truly, the graphics are amazing. I look at that and I'm like, I thought this was like real life action for a second. <laughs> they added in. Did you see they added in his celebration? It's the Black Power Fist, and then they oh. gave him an afro. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and I think he has a new entrance, which I've seen, but, like, I've never played Madden. I played okay. backyard football, so, like. Yeah, no, same thing. I'm not, I literally have a PlayStation 2 at home. That's about it. But. Road Rage? Wait, can you, can you bring that down and we can play it? Like, this yeah, is like so I'll bring Road Rage and hit and run. The Simpsons, those two games absolutely slap. Shout out Mike Mazai. He tweeted about Simpsons Road Rage and everyone's like, Hit Run is better. Yes, Hit Run is better, but also Road Rage was just fun because you literally were just driving 24-7. Hit Run, you had to like do tasks and stuff. Yeah. Road Rage, you literally just like driving around Springfield. It was great. I literally used to just like drive and I would just drive in the lanes like very yeah. I didn't even go crazy. I'm like, what's um i almost called it the crusty crab what's the the burger thing um with clown crusty the clown you know his i'm thinking of sideshow bob now whatever crusty the clown's burger joint was you could literally go through the drive-thru and i'd be like "Mm," like stop at the window (laughs) oh my god there was a clown camp the clown camp do you remember that yes yes it was good i remember you could go near the retirement home and there would be like elderly people outside you literally could like run them over Anyways, ciao. So moving on with all NFL talk, uh, we're not going to talk about OBJ, so we're just going to skip that because we are blind. Jared, 19, cannot read. Uh, so yeah, DeAndre Hopkins just signed a two-year contract extension with the Cards, even though I said that no one is a Cardinals fan. Great things for DeAndre Hopkins. Um, so it's a record deal. I have to literally look at the numbers because numbers are not good for me. 15. $54.5 million with a guaranteed $42 million, $42.75 guaranteed million. Um, so, which is really interesting, though, with this, is that he did his negotiations himself. Ooh. You know that? He wants to, I guess he wants to work behind the scenes, I, like, later on in life. Kind yeah. of thing, like, he wants to be part of the organization. Not, I don't know if it's just that organization, of an organization. But right. he said that. He did most of the negotiations himself. He really wanted to learn that part of it. And so 90% of it was him. And then he would just get kind of like some advice from outside, not outside sources, but from like third-party sources, second-party, I don't know. So yeah, that's pretty cool, I think. Yeah, you love to see it. Another big money that literally came up this morning, the Los Angeles Rams put their money where their mouth is, signed Jalen Ramsey to a five-year, $105 million contract discussion. $21 million a year. He's the highest paid cornerback in NFL history. The Rams have the potential to be good, so I'm hoping that this, you know, is going to help them out. $71.2 million at signing is the largest guarantee to a defensive back, and he's the first defensive back in NFL history to sign a deal worth $100, over $100 million. So that is insane. The lowest one next is um, 
Trey Davies White had gotten 17.5 million a year. So he's literally making like 4 million more a year than the lowest contract. Um, and he literally is up there with like Mahomes, Joey Boza, my boy. Like, you know, they, they're getting their money. So you love to see it. Get that coin. Absolutely. But yeah, that's about it for the NFL because nothing started. Uh, go Rats! <laughs> go Reddies! Uh, bye. Oh, you paused, honey. Go. <laughs> so now because we're cultured ladies, we've got some tennis talk. So if you didn't see, because it was all over the internet, Novak Djokovic hit the ref at the ball. Obviously it was an accidental, but it's like written in the rules that you cannot do that or you're cut, disqualified out of the rankings. And this was big news because this also happened to Serena Williams a few years back. And everyone said that Serena was like a crybaby, throwing a temper tantrum, like unsportsmanlike, she's a sore loser, blah, blah, blah. And yes, as much as I love Serena Williams, she's like literally one of the greatest athletes of all time. Not in tennis, not for a female, just greatest athletes of all time. Period. But she obviously, she plays with emotion. That's what you want from an athlete. And obviously, yes, when she got beat by Arcadian Galbianca Andrescu, she didn't take it too well. You know, sometimes she doesn't do that, but like, when it comes from a female, all of the reporting, like, it was funny, there was two New York Post ones, so same outlet, it was like, Serena's a sore loser, and then for Jokovic, it's like, so unfortunate, like, he didn't mean to, like, they really need to change the rules, it was clearly an accident, he didn't hit it at the lines, and just bounced that way, like. Like, you would think that being a tennis player, as high up as you are, you can have some control of where the ball's gonna go, like, you think. That was an aggressive smack. I'm sorry. That was an aggressive smack at the ball that he did. Mm-hmm. And right. not only like people, death threats went to this woman after this line judge, like people were attacking her online. They found her social media, blah, 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 all this stuff. Um, but like, it's not like he hit her on the ankle. Not like he did blah, blah, blah. Someone compared to soccer, like her faking it. So she got literally throat jabbed in the jugular with a ball. Like that hurt. Those go like super fast. Like yeah, they're small, but they're dense, and they're being whacked. Like it's gonna hurt you. Literally, when people say a softball is soft. Oh, oh honey, Google child. But um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was really unfortunate. He literally just dipped out, went to the parking lot, got in his car with the like. You see his car doors go like this. I don't even know what that's called. And you rich, rich. Um, the suicide doors. Is that not what they're called? Yes. Yeah. I seen someone outside of your work with that when I was picking you up. Someone had that. <laughs> um, My clients are rich, rich. <laughs> but uh, yeah, his car did that. He just got in, beep beep, and but then a lot of people were mad about that because then they're like, he didn't handle it right. He literally just dipped out. And it's like I get it. I get the emotions. The same thing with Serena, but just like report unbiasedly across genders across sports like yeah obviously it sucks when you didn't mean to and you lose like I know for one I'm a sore loser oh my god you literally cannot play anything with me because if I lose I'm in a bad mood I'm such a sore loser I think I hate losing more than I like winning I totally get it but like it's just it happens you know what you again in tennis too because there's only four majors like I understand it's hard but like it's a pandemic people are dying there's bigger fish to fry. Yeah. So with that then, was Carino Busto? Is that his name? Busta? Why I think Busto. I don't know how to pronounce it either. <laughs> so he moved on because he was disqualified. Um, so yeah, 
he moved on. Then he beat out Denis Shapovalov, 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 Shapovalov. So okay. <laughs> he beat him out. Um, sadly, last night in the quarterfinal, quarterfinals, right? Yeah. I'm trying to catch up with it here. Um, there's not really who was the last Canadian talent like Milos Ranić. Yeah. Like really, he's killing it. He's doing amazing. He's what twenty two. Like, he's. <laughs> Um, Dennis, I know a girl, if you're looking, um, but truly, yeah, he's doing so well, and he'll get to his major eventually, he's so young, like, think, all these, Roger Federer, I love Federer, like, literally my favorite male tennis player, other player, other than Andy Oh, he's an authentic <laughs> lover? No, Federer is my favorite male tennis player, other than Andy Murray, because, you know, the Scots, my people, but Federer is, like, literally going to a senior's home soon enough, like, truly, he's, like, in his late 40s i think i'm gonna have to fact check that but truly like federer let me check i think federer is like 45 or something i believe it he's 39 40 okay so he's ages the man (laughs) (laughs) i'm so sorry arfed but still he's 40 like as an athlete when you've been doing this since you were a young kid and that's the same thing i'm saying about like braiding all these people like they're still amazing athletes but you're getting up there you can't beat father time (laughs) But Dennis, we're rooting for you. We support you. Keep killing it, my dude. Um, and then moving on, because women are there too. Um, we got not one, not two, but three mamadoos in that quarterfinals. I did the three finger gun now. <laughs> so we got Mama Serena. We got Mama Victoria Aranzenka. I'm gonna go with that's the name. I find tennis players have the weird, like not weirdest names, but the hardest. They really do though. Like Serena Williams is like the normalist name there is. Yeah, even Bianca Andres. Andres, yeah. That took me a while. That took me a hot minute. Um, and then I really, I really okay. Sventa Piokova. It sounds right to me. Does sound right to me. Um, yeah. There are moms. This is the first time ever that there are three moms competing in the quarterfinals. Uh, so Serena is playing Spenta, and then Victoria is playing Elise. Can't say the last name either. I think it was Murdens. So they they all have foreign last names. You love to see it. That video of Olympia, Serena's daughter, with her husband and the girl dad mask he had. Oh my god, I love it. And she was like, no. Oh, owner of a pro sports team we love to see the olympia angel city fc investor literally like patrick mahomes could never <laughs> literally never he's like i'm buying part of the royals and this two-year-old said i'm buying part of angel fc angel city fc sorry <laughs> but yeah great things they started with nine moms apparently at the very beginning it was nine you love to and that was my thing about the bubble all the time and not saying like you know what, if you're a man and you're playing in the NFL or MLB, whatever, and your wife's at home with the kids, yes, like you're providing for your family. So for you to opt out, it takes a lot for you because that's money you're missing out on to provide for your family. This is absolutely not like men versus women, but just there's a lot of times where women in the bubbles literally need to take their kids with them. Like the WNBA bubble, there has literally been so many children in there just because even the NBA bubble, obviously now families are allowed in there, but you see how many kids these people have sometimes female athletes literally don't have the choice to leave them with the male parent and they have to literally take them with them. So like 
female athletes, it's the same thing when we were talking to Marissa and she was yeah. saying the NWSL bubble and how many kids were there because people, you know, you can't just neglect your job as a mother. So that's amazing to them. Um, in a world where you could all win, I would hope for that, but I'm so sorry. <laughs> next year. <laughs> Always next year. Yeah. Last but not least, so Jimmy Buckets, Miami Heat go into the Eastern Conference Finals. You absolutely love to see it. But right now the Clippers are playing the Nuggets in the West. So it's Clippers versus Nuggets and then Lakers versus Rockets. Um, the Nuggets, they uh, they went for a poster, Jamal Murray, our Canadian boy, and Kawhi stopped it with literally his middle finger. Literally his middle finger. The power that man has. Absolute power. We miss you in Toronto. <laughs> Game six of Boston versus Toronto is tonight, so that'll be exciting. But I just, you know, it is what it is. Like I said, the Heat has already clinched. We're waiting for the Lakers versus Rockets, and then it's Celtics versus Toronto, and then I don't know who. Like I'm literally blanking on the other side. Oh no, that was the Heat versus me, Jared, nineteen. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see, but I just had to bring that up because it was hilarious that he literally just blocked it like this. Like, what What can't this man do? Laugh, that's it. <laughs> I, hate, I hate to bring up the Odell thing, but the one tweet that was like, Odell, when he sees his girl going to the bathroom, she's in the bedroom, and it was Kawhi. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> what it poo, baby? <laughs> oh, that's where we end off. You know, when we start getting like this, we got to cut cameras dead ass <laughs> but thank you everyone for joining us this week it's a shorter episode this week but you know what it is what it is we'll be back next week with episode 20 you love to see it what should we do for it yeah let us know let us know in the comments <laughs> the one comment's gonna be from like my dad yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all take care